Ever since I got bit by that spider, I've only had one week where my life has felt normal. That was when you found out. When you botched that spell where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker Spider-Man, we started getting some visitors. From every universe. Hello, Peter. You're not Peter Parker. I'm sorry, what was your name again? Dr. Otto Octavius. <laughs> Wait, no, seriously, what's your actual name? There are others out there. We need to send them back. So, Scooby-Doo this crap. You know, all this is kind of your mess. I know a couple of magic words myself, starting with the word please. Please, Scooby-Doo this crap. You're flying out into the darkness to fight ghosts. What do you mean? They all die fighting Spider-Man. It's their fate. I'm sorry, kid. Yeah, me too. Don't. Look, there has to be another way! There isn't. They're a danger to our universe. You're not gonna take this away from me. Peter. You're struggling. Everything you want while the world tries to make you choose. This is all my fault. I can't save everyone. They're starting to come through, and I can't stop them. It's 106 KHQ. Hey, what's going on? Tyler Woods here. Welcome to the Movie Review Podcast. We are covering possibly one of the biggest movies of the year, probably the best movie of the year, Spider-Man No Way Home. And I'd like to welcome in my guest uh, for uh, this episode, returning guest, frequent uh, at this point. Mr. Adam Bray. Hey. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, it's all right. It's all good. Hey, man. It's like, let's get that mic down. We're in a new studio, <laughs> by the way. Uh, everything's all good. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I just said like a minutes ago, I, I am afraid. I'm, I am afraid of this microphone falling down. It's like so loose, shaky, all that stuff. Uh, anyway, but yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home. This is the most anticipated third movie in the Tom Holland saga of Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man's been done uh, several times, and uh, I mean, well, actually, before we talk about Spider-Man, you know what? We have still yet to even get to know you, Mr. Adam. We know you write books. You write things for Marvel, Star Wars, all under, of course, the watchful eye of that mouse. <laughs> hey, I didn't like that. That's too much smiling info. You got that, you got that mouse looking over your shoulder, man. So, you know what? Let's take some time right now. Let's really get to know you. Adam Bray, I mean, so... 
what really got you into writing? Um, well, I, uh, I started out as a travel writer. I was a, um, I, I was a web designer living over in Southeast Asia and Vietnam and Cambodia and China and, uh, right, doing websites. Um, and I did some, some travel sites Some publishers saw what I was doing, uh, liked it. So they started asking me to write their guidebooks. Um, and I did that for a few years, wrote for CNN, National Geographic, BBC, different airline magazines and stuff. And, um, then, uh, I thought, well, I'd like to come back to the U S and one of these publishers that I worked with DK, uh, they also did star Wars books as well as these travel guides. Um, so when I came back, I said, Hey, can I change topics? So they put me on star Wars. I'm, I'm tired well. of uh, writing those airline magazines things that's trying to get people to, you know, uh, you know, selling people those expensive chess pieces and all that stuff. Right. Well, this looks good. Hey, it's only it's good for like 24 99. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, the thing about magazines, it's it's mostly advertisements, and it's even more so these days. I was just looking through Walmart the other day for you know a, a legitimate magazine, and I couldn't find one. It's it's all just advertisements now. So yeah, you can find all that stuff on Facebook now. Right, right. Even though there are some magazines that still kind of draw my attention, but yeah, it's like, hey, look, Godzilla's sixty fifth anniversary. Yeah, uh, from life. It's like, ooh, but now wait, I can. Take a look at that on Wikipedia or something, or yeah, you know, exactly. join a uh, Facebook group dedicated to Godzilla. Which I mean, there's several, by the way. Right. <laughs> but uh, all right, so you managed to get with DK. What mm -hmm. does that stand for? Um, Dorling Kindersley, uh, and they're they're British. The company's uh, based based in London, but they've got offices, you know, all over the world. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's somebody's name, uh, but they just they just go by DK most of the time. Ah, so when you finally stepped into that, I mean, mm -hmm. what what was what was your feeling at that point? Um, I was really excited. I couldn't believe I was doing it. Uh, the very first book I did was called What Makes a Monster. It's funny. We, <laughs> we, we never really actually answered that question, which is, <laughs> which is a, a little unusual. Um, <clears throat> usually that's kind of important. <laughs> but, yeah, it was uh, just like, so I got this idea for a book. Okay, good. What is a monster? Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was a kid's book to be fair. And it just, it oh, yeah. just detailed all the mo the movie monsters, the creatures in star Wars. Um, but I did that because I had a, I have a biology degree. I used to work with chimpanzees, oh, nice. and wolves and uh, lots of exotic animals, uh, raptors. Um, so they, they thought that was a great starting point for me and they liked it so much. Then they put me on the guides to the Star Wars Rebels animated TV series, which Woo! those characters are going to be getting their own uh, show uh, yeah. soon. The, the Ahsoka show, I suppose. The, yeah. the Ahsoka show. It's just called Ahsoka. Right. Um, but yeah, Star Wars, well, they're in their, uh, what, what is this, the, uh, the fourth or fifth wave of fandom now because they just put out that game mm -hmm. trailer for uh what is it echoes oh eclipse or yeah. Ecl yeah yeah eclipse what it was like wait no that's not right yeah <laughs> and that one's met uh with some immediate controversy oh really yeah apparently i'm not familiar with them um it's a oh. french studio that's doing the game oh uh, uh, quantic realm i think yeah, is what they're called. yeah yeah something like that and you know, again, I'm not familiar with them. I looked them up, um, and I guess they've only done four or five games in like yeah. 20 or 25 years or something. They're so. very ambitious, Yeah, uh, if I recall. In fact, I think they're the ones that did Detroit's Become Human. 
Yeah, which I've never heard of before, but it's I, a, I it's a um, I I have played a few games uh-huh. uh, from them. They're more story driven, right? Uh, like you know, interact. I think Heavy Rain. Uh, yeah. they, they did that game where it's all in interaction. I mean, there's no right. gameplay. You're just advancing the story and making choices, and whatever you choose mm-hmm. is the outcome of the game. But yeah. through it's like you know, all right, now you got to rotate the joystick this way, mm-hmm. now that way. Nope, right. nope, you did it wrong. Now your character looks weird doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, it, that's very interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, we'll see uh, what the outcome of that was. Because, I mean, I, I will say I've had fun mm-hmm. with some of those games. But uh, I think it was around Heavy Rain where it's like, okay, this is getting stupid. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but the trailer looks good. Looks yeah. good. But uh, apparently it's it's... At best, it's years away from the game, from what I've heard. Yes. Um, and I, I, Disney with Star Wars is not having a good track record with following through on with announcements. So whether it's movies um, or I get, I don't know if show they've backed out of any shows. But Hold on a second. I think we got Mickey on line one right now. Like, <laughs> Why did you just say out of line? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, again, the trailer looks gorgeous. So yeah. I I hope I hope we I hope we all get to play the game. Yeah. I uh, well, you know, it's it's funny that you bring up gaming because I I was just thinking like, man, I could get I have the money now for a PlayStation Five, mm. Xbox Series, or uh, you know, Nintendo Switch. But I have I've I, heard they're I'm hard on, to get. They're hard to get. The computer and chip problem. They they got these different versions. Hmm now of consoles it's either your digital or your physical copy i can't see myself choosing one yeah and it's i have i have faltered back to retro gaming i'm playing like my old playstation 2 games and i'm going to local mom and pop stores that sell all the old video games and i'm like oh yeah yeah, I've been meaning to play this game, and I can't find it on uh, you know PlayStation Now or mm. uh, Xbox Arcade. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take mm. this home with me. I'm gonna play, it. and I'm like, wow! I re- you buy a game, and mm. it comes with everything. You don't have to wait months on end for the story to continue. Uh, video game companies, I can go on forever how yeah. video gaming has changed uh, for these kids now because it's like, right. look, back then when you bought the game, you got everything. Mm. You didn't have to pay extra to get the full completion game. That, right. That's something I never really supported right. and understood why. Well, uh, oh, I, I do know why. More money! Yeah. But, <laughs> all right, well, but hey, we're getting off topic here. Yeah. So let's talk about that windstorm. Oh, yeah! yeah, windstorm. yeah, yeah well, that... we, we're in northern Michigan, by the way, if you are tuning into this podcast. And we got a devastating windstorm uh, so far has left people uh, without power um, and hopefully a uh, power gets back uh, to them because a lot of people like you know uh, thank you to all the uh, hard-working crews out there getting everybody's uh, power back on right. yeah that was crazy yeah that was yeah. Uh, it, it, the winds I think reached close to hurricane one levels yeah, it, I woke up yesterday morning to the sounds of trees crashing all around Ooh, my house yeah yeah, yeah, and you were telling me like you know that you you took a tumble, man. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I had to load my car in the dark uh, with the uh, the cat sneaking out of the house <laughs> while I'm going in and out. See, and, I mean that's my whole argument about cats. I mean yeah. they're, they're always trying to find ways to mess with us. Right. No, man. Well, I, yeah, I was trying to catch one of the cats while I was loading my car because he's not supposed to be outside Mm-mm. and. Um, 
Yeah, I took a, took a tumble, and it's, it's you know, as you get older, it's not like when you're a little kid where you just fall and get back up and everything's You look fine. like a young man Yeah, well, that Spider-Man <laughs> hat you're wearing. <laughs> I don't feel like a young man, but so, yeah, I'm, I'm bruised all over, you know, and just, I just took a face plant, and now I need new glasses. So yeah, yeah, you were telling me about that uh, last night when we met up for the movie. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry that happened to you, actually. Uh, thanks. Yeah, just, I mean... Such is life. You know what? It, it shouldn't be like this because it's the holiday season. Yeah. Now, like well, last if, episode. Yeah. If your guests are feeling generous, they can come to my book signing yeah. at the Petoskey uh, Cinema this weekend. Um, yeah, I'm, you're going to do some book signings, yeah. and you got some uh, memorabilia to sell. Right. Yeah, I've got uh, Marvel and Star Wars stuff. Uh, got my books and and some toys. You know, and I'm you don't there need video game consoles. Yeah. You, no, absolutely not. You need but this I, memorabilia. Yeah. You need you need these action figures and Funko Pops and Legos and author signed books. I actually wanted to buy the Spider-Man Funko Pops that you had, but I was I was dead set. I bought something from you last night. Right. Uh, I got him. Uh, I got myself the uh, j just to mark the occasion. Mm -hmm. it, uh, I've got it next to my Super Saiyan three Goku figurine. That was awesome. another gift from a great friend of mine uh, from Japan. Um, it, it's the uh, the Spider-Man Tom Holland animated What If figurine with the doctor strange cloak yeah it's uh, a fun one. On a, that is fun because i mean it was like hey you know what i got spider-man i'm about to watch a movie with spider-man doctor strange and mm -hmm. it's, it's like the package in one right right there uh but i think that's the only figurine i'm, I'm ever gonna buy for like the next five years <laughs> until my daughter i mean oh. now i want barbie it's like no i'm an addict to those things <laughs> when, once you once you start you got I, some good stuff yeah. actually i, I want to buy it all but i can't i gotta p p set aside funds for my daughter right uh what? i am investing in my daughter's future <laughs> <laughs> well your purchases help me buy the a new pair of glasses <laughs> yeah yeah there you go hey, but don't want to sound too desperate no, you're, i'm desperate you're, oh <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, you got, uh, um, I was going through your books. Uh, some of them I've seen, I've owned, and you got a new one uh, out there. Well, it's, it's nearly new, but I've never mm -hmm. seen it before. But it's like probably like the biggest one I've mm -hmm. ever seen you come out with. Uh, tell us about that one. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the Marvel Encyclopedia. It's, um, it's kind of their, their found, DK's foundation book. It's, it's their consistently their most popular. Um, it covers all the characters and the teams uh, from the comic books. Um, this edition is uh, it's my newest book. It's fully updated um, and has a great uh, uh, cover with all the characters, especially Spider-Man featured prominently. It's, it's a beautiful book. It's uh, kind of a lot of blues and purples. Um, but very popular, very, as you saw, very big and, uh, heavy. This is, this is, this is like an, a, uh, coffee table book sort of thing. Something you can just o open up at any time and start reading anywhere. It's great if, it's great if you see one of these movies and there's like a minor character you're not familiar with, then mm -hmm. you can pick it up and you can, you know, check that character out and, and that the entry for them, their bio, it'll, it might mention some other characters that they, you know, their friends or enemies with. And so then you can go, you know, check those out and it's, it just gives you a starting point. It could have some information learn. actually that, uh, you know, all those, Resident online comic book nerds uh, failed to put on their uh, wiki fandom page. Right. <laughs> All that's, uh, I, oh, wait, I forgot they had an alias of this name, which uh, Marvel might go. Speaking of which, Marvel uh, under Disney's, uh, it's been up and down, but uh, slightly going back up mm -hmm. thanks to uh, like the Hawkeye series. Right. 
uh, the What If series, of Loki, and in fact, it started to get that rise again with the start of uh, uh, the Loki series, right. which I did love. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that show? I enjoyed it. Um, it was really good. Uh, the one uh, criticism I had was, especially towards the middle of the of the series, you know, it got it got really high. You know, you you had a lot of inter- interesting characters and action and stuff. Um, but it didn't leave for the the finale episode a, a lot of you know a lot of room for them to go somewhere. But Adam, so it, it, it was according a, to Kevin, <laughs> we we can't show that yet. So. Well, no, well, no, no. But um, we want to introduce, but we don't want to go too far. Right? Now. Yeah. But it's so it, it left. You want more, don't you? <laughs> it left the final episode a lot of talking, a lot of suspense, where you. you you know, a finale, you yeah. want to see that punch. Um, so We want to see it get resolved, yeah. not yeah. leave on a cliffhanger that we probably won't see for like another year and a half. Right, But exactly. that's the genius yeah. about marketing. Exactly. <laughs> we yeah. want more! The and one the one question, though, I have about um, these series in general is how rewatchable are they? Because that's a thing. I've gone back and I've that's tried... That's a good, that's I, a good yeah, thing you I, brought up, yeah. I A Marvel movie... You know, most of those I could just watch on loop all day long. Yeah. Um, and, you know, have fun. You know, it's great to have on in the background. Um, but these shows, because it's, they have a lot more time. So it's a lot more talking. It's a lot more slow, contemplative stuff. And I've, I've tried watching some of them a second time and I find they're just not as rewatchable. Yeah. They're, the, some episodes that are really exciting, okay, yeah, I can watch them again. But the ones that I was kind of on the the episodes I was kind of on the fence about, there some of them are a little harder to watch. Same goes for Mandalorian too. Yeah, yeah, because I have yet to even go back and even watch uh, yeah season one and two because right. I'm just like, oh, I mean, now nah, I, I got other stuff to yeah. watch and I got other stuff to do. Sorry, I can't, I can't do, I can't do it. Right. But even though, hey, that doesn't mean it's a bad show. If you no, haven't seen yeah. The Mandalorian, yeah. no, it's a very good yeah. show. No, yeah, the uh, like season one, I just rewatched again, and um, you know the first first like three episodes really strong. You know the last two episodes really strong, but there's like a middle three yeah, that are the, just kind of weak, mis- miscellaneous yeah. adventures. Yeah, like the the big criticism with The Mandalorian is that it's like it's like you're watching a video game unfold. Right. Get to point A, get to point B, collect yeah. a reward, off you go to the next adventure. Yeah, it, it, that is very um, 1980s television. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I think they've kind of hit that that narrative storytelling style of the, you know, the serial, you know, every week, yeah. every week there's a new village. You've got to, you know, re- rescue kind of a deal. You've seen the Hawkeye show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, have you seen episode five yet? I have not seen these last two episodes. That's the, so. that's the one, uh, uh, people are, uh, uh, talking about right now right. in conjunction with spider-man right not yeah. to say i mean there is somewhat of a connection okay there is somewhat of like but it's very subtle okay and you have to catch it uh-huh uh, I, oh actually wait i take that back there's two things actually okay there are two things uh one of them very big mm-hmm. very big uh but yeah hawkeye i'm loving it i'm mm-hmm. loving this show i love sure. where it's going uh this uh because this 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 was my criticism with Black Widow. Right. That should have been a Disney Plus show because it ties so well into this Hawkeye show. Yeah. 
But to just make it a movie like that, it's just underachieving compared to what has happened and what we already know from yeah. the, uh, where it takes place within the timeline. Well, Dis- Disney uh, almost kind of wanted to present it like a show, but the Scarlet stuck up for herself <laughs> and th- threatened lawsuits. Now, nothing so. against Scarlet Johansson. No, she I th- got her. You know, I think she 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 deserved. Yeah, she deserved her cut of the money. Yeah, um, she deserved her character deserved this movie. She er- earned it, I should say. I like to use the word earned rather than <laughs> deserved because deserved implies it's it's a gift that you didn't. Let's check in with for, Mickey. Say earned one more time. <laughs> but yeah, I try to correct myself when I'm yeah, tra- I mean, choosing that was between crazy. those two words. That whole situation with her and Disney uh, was crazy. I mean, it it just about ruined the MCU. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but the Russo brothers were like, hey, you're going to do that to Scarlett Johansson. Uh, we're done. Yeah. Now they're talking about coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Kevin was like, hey, guys, seriously? Yeah. Come on. You're, they, you're not- <laughs> it was kind of shocking, and I, I, I wish people would make a bigger note of this, how when Scarlett you know, stuck up for herself in that deal, because uh, we're talking about the Disney wanted to present the movie, you know, on Disney Plus, and it, you know, Scarlett was saying, well, you know, I'm going to lose money out of this deal, and no, you, this is what's in my contract. We've got to have it in, yeah. the, in the theaters, and you know, all of that. So, so as a result, we're getting more of these, like Shang Chi and Eternals. They got good theater time as opposed to going straight to Disney yeah. Plus. Um, that that was also weird for me because yeah, didn't they do? Yeah, they did do that. And then they didn't with Shang Chi, yeah, they, or yeah, the Eternals. Yeah, they ended, which was weird. Yeah, the movies ended up staying in in the theater, yeah. uh, their full run before going onto the onto the channel. And because of Scarlett Johansson sticking up for, uh, for herself, that also brought on, and I I think well, it was brought to light at that point. But I'm not sure if it's been going on uh, since before that. The uh, the uh, illustrators and writers mm-hmm. of certain characters uh their estates are asking for a cut uh-huh. uh uh from their pro- uh not profits but um achievements yeah that they've made with the characters and i kind of agree with them that's on the, and they're not asking yeah a lot of money they're just asking one percent and that's it's still a big deal that most fans don't of the movies don't really understand yeah. because the focus for so many years has only been on which studios own which properties you know is it fox fox because they were like x-men uh sony is spider-man and I, I think a couple of universal had a couple of um you know and then disney mm-hmm. and marvel had theirs um and universal so, had hulk i think r- yeah, yeah yeah so um as, Di- weird, as disney it? has reacquired more and more the focus has you know kind of subsided but you're right there there is still an issue that nobody's really the fans have not really been aware of of individual creators the writers um the artists um and just you know the brain people uh like stan lee uh apparently mm-hmm. yeah. he, he was constantly having little squabbles and legal issues I wouldn't with, doubt it. with marvel over characters i think i believe including spider-man uh, right up to the end um so and that becomes an issue for me in uh publishing because um, yeah you're you're in it right you're a and writer there's marvel there's certain characters that just because they're in the movies does not mean that they can appear in the books that i write mm-hmm. um some of that's a 
creator issue. Some of it's um, with the actors. They, yeah, they using didn't, their likeness. Yeah, or, their likeness. Yeah. Um, there was a... I don't even understand all, all the things, but um, Hugo Weaving, uh, mm. there was an issue with using his likeness. Fortunately, I think... I think in most for of my uh, books the Red we Skull, have. yeah, really, um, you, uh, you, it was. I think it was easier to use him made up as the Red Skull than it was to use just his face. Now we ended up using his face, yeah. in my books, but there was a question of whether we could, um, and okay, that's why that's why you don't like action figures. Certain characters, certain actors, you you rarely, if ever, see the action figure. If you do. For example, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. If you do have his face on an action figure, it is only a um, like a special edition, limited run, store exclusive. It's something about the contractual issues. They can't they can't create a wide release product Man. with with his face be- because of this Sony Marvel yeah. um, issue. And there there's a lot of others. So there's there's creator rights issues there's actor rights issues See, it's that's very just complicated sad, man that is just sad it's like you, you want to bring you know all this stuff to the masses mm-hmm. but you're still squabbling over right. territorial yeah. rights and going through all this red tape right cutting some of it to kind of lessen mm-hmm. uh you know lessen the grip yeah and it, it's just like guys make it yeah just Make it right. Forget all this stuff. <laughs> what are you fighting over? Well, it's money. <laughs> money. But that's why Hugo Weave, Hugo Weaving has. I don't even know all the issues again. But it's like he he doesn't appear. You know, we've had Red Skull once or twice since, but it's not Hugo Weaving. Yeah. It's another actor. It's it because make of it, their but, issues. You know, give yeah. everybody their just credit. Yeah. And it's Hulk. I think is more of a studio issue back back to the big focus yeah where he can he can appear but he's probably not going to get his own movie again unless there's there's more negotiation well i mean he is going to be featured in the disney plus uh show she yeah she hulk yeah he i don't understand the rights on maybe it's like the streaming thing because it's like all internet powered right and they may have done an agree you know especially another agreement since there's with the studio, there's always these agreements. It's like Spider-Man, famously, you know, <laughs> yeah. they they did that that squabble. Uh, I don't know how. I mean, was it two years ago where they said, "Oh, there may not be any more Spider Spider-Man in oh, oh, the MCU see, because, wait a here. because of Sony and Marvel couldn't couldn't reach an agreement." And it, it was all silly. It was all for show. None it was of, definitely of, all for show. Because none of it was true. Just it was then. It the, was just leverage. Yeah, the leverage. the uh, Far From Home just made a billion dollars, yeah. and they go, "Yeah, we're not going to yeah. do it anymore." It's yeah. like. You are no. You are not fooling me. Yeah, there there was no way that they Tom d- Holland would not appear. It in was a status MCU. check yeah. on like, will people see more Spider-Man films after this? Yeah, and oh, it's like, oh yeah, no the question, question was, yeah, no question. <laughs> Spider-Man, he is their biggest Marvel's biggest moneymaker. Um, he's he's the equivalent of ba- Batman for DC I think Batman is their biggest money maker even, yeah even more than Superman the the two are equivalent WB you know, the house that Batman or DC the house that Batman built <laughs> whether it's movies comic books action figures cartoons Lego cartoons you video know, games any, too. any any kind of memorabilia yeah. he is consistently their biggest seller much like 
Dar- as far as I know, Darth Vader is the equivalent for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, same, same thing. Um, so yeah, there's no way he's not going to be used. It was just an, a behind-the-scenes argument of how much money it's, <laughs> it's going to be. Yeah. Oh, of course, I'm, I'm sure it costed uh, them a lot of of, of pretty penny oh, to come no, out no. with this. I'm sorry, I can't think of it. It's so hot in the studio right now. <clears throat> Somebody turn on the heaters. They're trying to, trying to. Whew. I mean, I know it's cold outside, <laughs> but woo! Dang! Uh, turn off the heat, please. <laughs> I'm afraid my computer's gonna like you know fry <laughs> or something. Anyway, uh, all right. So now that we got a, like you know a look into like you know the whole Marvel thing, uh, how much of Spider-Man media have you watched aside from the movies? Like. What, what was your first introduction to Spider-Man? Um, well, we've got a lot of movies with uh, the three with Toby, the two with uh, Andrew, and uh, three plus the other MCU with um, Tom Holland. So I grew up on, uh, what was it called? This Was it Spider-Man and Friends? Uh, Spider-Man um, and his from, amazing yeah, friends. Yeah, from the 80s. I think it was Iceman and then Fire, Firestar. Firestar, yeah. Um, I but, used to watch that on, when I was like studying for tests in college, when it was like on the, the I, cartoon Disney Channel. I liked that cartoon a lot. It was not without its flaws, for sure. Yeah, especially animation flaws. I but remember when I first all, watched it. I'm like, what the heck is this? Then. Yeah, because even back then we would watch. Oh, that panel they forgot to color it. Yeah, they, for, they forgot to ink it. <laughs> you know, it's, but I enjoyed it. But the problem was, it was just always the same, like the same episode. You know, mm-hmm. on loop every day for like weeks or months. Um, some of the seasons back then didn't have as many episodes, and they do reruns. Yeah, which they don't really do. I don't think they do reruns on TV anymore. No, um, I well. In fact, I don't know. I haven't had TV in like forever. I've been streaming everything. No, I think because TV changed like 20 years ago when they had a writer's strike. Oh, yeah. Uh, And that was close to to that. Yeah, that was when they they started um, doing the, what do you call reality TV and, you know, survivor type things. And um, Survivor 41. Yeah, that that was. I can't believe it's been going on for 41 years. Yeah, wow. That's when they changed the formula and they started. the, instead of reruns, they just new content and seasons changed. The, the seasons were no, lo- you know, you instead of you know, for like school seasons match the school year basically. Yeah. Um, but now you know you've got a fall, fall and spring, and I think they've even broken them down even smaller, and so it's a very different model. But back then, I I used to get frustrated because the Spider Man, um, there weren't a lot of episodes. It was no. just reruns, and it would be fast, fast. Fast and cheap. Yeah. And you you got to yeah, get this out. Even going all the way back cheap. to the first Spider-Man cartoon. I, I was watching a few episodes of that. And yeah, I even I could point out some flaws. It's like Spider-Man is jumping off air mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It, it's just that cheap gimmick mm-hmm. uh, animation studios would use uh, to just like, hey, we got to get this out now. Find the old reel of this uh, scene over here. Splice it with that because we got to get them moving around. Make it look, uh, you know, convincing. But yeah, the, 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 those animators, what people don't understand is like when it comes to animation, it's like some of them just like, look, I'm really trying to make this, you know, look great as possible. But then when you're under like, you know, major studios that say mm-hmm. we need this now, you got to take. Right. And also cheap. Right. Cheap and fast. Right. It's like they don't have that time to actually bring to life uh, whatever it is that they're assigned to do with streaming services. 
uh, with their uh, animated originals that I've seen. Uh, I think there's this one show I'm watching with uh, uh, my daughter on Netflix. It's called uh, Hilda. Mm-hmm. It's, this, it's this beautiful, beautiful cartoon uh, with fantastic creatures of so like you know these mountains become monsters and oh. they're like they're very interesting and these boulders are like uh, these giant troll things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the animation uh, right. on it because it actually takes its time to like you know show what these animators are capable of of making this rock do mm-hmm. all this interesting stuff and I'm sure. like yeah it's cool. Uh, but then you, you compare that to like Spider Man and his amazing friends with the awkward movement to the. Uh, uh, you know, the bobbing of the head up uh, up and down while they're talking, uh, staring pointless into the camera. uh, It's like, stop staring at me, please, Peter Parker. Uh, (laughs) uh, But it still had its charm. Maybe it was because it looked so bad. Uh, You know, it was uh, memorable and all that stuff. But for me, I mean, there was a time where animation, I mean, on a rare occasion had their uh, attention to detail and stuff, but mm-hmm. it still kind of faltered uh, right. a little bit. And I'd like to just kind of pause right now and play this little clip, and maybe you know exactly what I'm talking about. That was from Fox's The Amazing Spider-Man, or just mm. like, you know, Spider-Man. Now, that was my first introduction to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I remember loving it as a kid, never missing an episode. And it, this was like right off the heels of the X-Men cartoon at that time. Going back at it, I'm like, wow. I mean, th- this this was like well ahead of its time with those 3D landscapes in the background that they were experimenting with at the mm. time before, uh, you know, uh, you could bring CG animation uh, to TV and the big screen. Although, just like with uh, what you were pointing out, is that some of it looked cheap, you know, weird, awkward. The show was not without its biggest flaw. I would like to play another clip here. Maybe you know exactly what I'm talking about. Horrible. It just isn't in you because it isn't in me. And you are me. I'm more you than you ever had met. And maybe you're being overtaken by the symbiote. There's only one way I can find out. I need to reach the real Peter Parker inside of you. The one who cares about the people around him. He's gone for good. Is he? I know he won't talk to me, but I brought along somebody that he might want to talk to. No, it can't be. Peter. It's me, Uncle Ben. The voice acting, the dialogue is a little bit mm-hmm. too tight together. And that's how it would be with this show. There's mm-hmm. no time for pause. Right. There's never a pause in the dialogue. Take a breather. My right, gosh. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, whoa, slow down, please. They're trying to pack oh. as much as they can now in that's for cheap. those <laughs> commercials. 
And then I came across something about 11 years ago that I was telling you about. Uh, Spider-Man, there exists media from Toei out there in Japan mm. called, and I'm not kidding, this is the name of it, from 1978, Japanese Spider-Man. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh my god, okay, so the, the story on that one is that Stan Lee wanted an excuse to go to Japan uh, to discuss uh, Toei's uh, take on Spider-Man and stuff, and he remembers uh, the meetings were actually good, and they came out with this 26-episode season of Spider-Man posing like a Power Ranger, mm -hmm. summoning a giant robot to defeat giant alien creatures, and his powers actually come from in a spider alien or something. I can't, I've only watched like 10 episodes, and I can't really remember much. And the, the Peter Parker in here, well, I mean, his, his name is not really Peter Parker, mm -hmm. but uh, he, he, he likes to race motorbikes, motocross. Mm -hmm. and uh, But from what I saw, it's like it looked... Pretty decent, even right. with its cheap little uh, gimmicks uh, that you saw in the intro over there. Um, but yeah, Marvel, uh, for the longest while, never made that canon until just a few years ago uh, in their uh, Spider-Verse comic book series, mm -hmm. uh, where I, I have no idea what that was all about. I just remember that, you know, an article goes, hey, remember the Japanese Spider-Man? Mm -hmm. Oh, you didn't? Well, guess what? It's canon now in the Marvel comic books. Like, what? Because I remember watching, like, a few clips from then, but they never really uploaded the show right. until just recently when Marvel actually bought the rights oh, okay. uh, to it. So uh, you can watch that whole se uh, that whole series on YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, but you'll, you'll have to read subtitles, which is what I'm always open to. I love it. Mm -hmm. I, I just love giant uh, monsters and robots. Right. You know, beating each other out. And, like, look at it, it's so confusing. Like, the, the first episode, when they, when you have the tiny little Spider-Man go up against the giant monster, Spider-Man's like, all right, I'm going to take you down. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not kidding. He actually charges the giant mountain-sized monster, throws awesome. his web. Spider-Spider! <laughs> the monster swings his arm, throwing Spider-Man into a nearby cliffside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you, you can tell that what they used was just the tiny little string in a Spider-Man toy. <laughs> just knock him across oh, the gosh. thing and throw the dirt on him. 
Right. But he gets up, it's like, okay, well, that didn't work. <laughs> I love it. I love gimmicks like that. Right. So cheap is sometimes the best. Right. I guess when you make it, you know, look so bad, it's good. Right. Now, I, I guess we're ready to talk about No Way Home. Yeah. But like you were talking about before, there was that whole battle after uh, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Re you've reached over a billion dollars on par with Avengers Endgame. Right. And the next article to come out that had everybody freaking out was Sony and uh, Marvel or Kevin. Uh, Kevin with Sony is having an argument about Spider-Man rights, uh, halving uh, the proceeds and everything. Not good. Not not happening. We uh, they they're gonna be parting. Tom Holland's run as Spider Man is over. You remember mm, those uh, right yep. stories? And I remember it's like that's the st look. I, I I know studios are stupid, mm -hmm. but I know they ain't that stupid. Right. You you cannot be that stupid. After your last movie made a billion dollars, you can't come to a settlement. Mm -hmm. No, you're not fooling anybody. This <laughs> is a marketing ploy of some kind. Right. And I remember going on some kind of just random miscellaneous podcast. Uh, episode here that's uh this is a trick right. don't believe it right and wouldn't you know it a few months later they go hey we found we reached a new agreement there's another right. spider-man movie coming out it's like right pick up that phone right now it's yeah. like, <laughs> no it's not mickey and then uh, shortly after uh they said they have an idea where they want to go with the next uh spider-man movie they're gonna call it uh another a kind of home. They, they, they were so interested with this home idea for every mm -hmm. Spider-Man yeah, title. Yeah, every movie's been a home thing. Yeah. It's like, what, what's the reason for that? What's mm -hmm. going on? I right. don't know. But uh, there's a rumor going around. Uh, some uh, actors have been spotted approached meetings. And these supposed persons had something to do with previous Spider-Man uh, media. And everybody immediately go, oh my god, I think they're going to throw Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire into the next Spider-Man movie. Mm -hmm. It's like, really? Oh my gosh! Everyone's, oh, dude, yes! So yeah, the hype started picking up. What, when right. did this happen? I think it was 2019 or yeah. uh, something. Right. Um, so yeah, rumors started growing and growing. Tom Holland might have screwed up. Because he is well known yeah, uh, with uh, can't keep a secret with Kevin. Getting you let spanked. loose with the social media yeah. <laughs> again, didn't you? Oops, yeah. did I do that? Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to pull a Mark yeah. Ruffalo. Let's dig guy. into this movie here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is uh, starring Tom Holland, Benedict Cumberbatch, Zendaya, uh, Alfred Molina, uh, Willem Dafoe, Jamie Fox. And I mean, those are pretty much like the big, uh, big performances right. uh, over here and directed again by John Watts. You know, I never knew this about John Watts, but he has very less movie credits. He's directed some TV, uh, TV movies before Spider-Man um, TV series. I've mm -hmm. uh, been a directed um, a few other TV shows mm -hmm. and uh, he's directed a lot of music videos. Yeah. So Spider-Man is like his biggest accomplishment in fact there's one interesting credit i found mm -hmm. scene six from a uh, robocop reboot from 2014 it's a very unique credit to, <laughs> to yeah, your resume yeah. okay so everyone's like oh that awful movie well hey thanks to that yeah. movie we got these great spider-man films right. i i'm already spoiling it for you mm. not spoil spoil but mm. i'm like i 
Love this movie. Mm -hmm. I love this movie. I uh, I love these narratives yeah. that they uh, and yes, narratives pull uh, yeah. plural. Right. <laughs> I can't talk now. Dude. Yeah. Uh, but I, um, I can't say that there were uh, any cast surprises for me. One of the things about this movie was it's it's kind of the worst kept secrets in oh, the Marvel gosh. MCU. So, you know, if you've been following the media on the movie, you probably, you know, very closely, uh, you probably know everybody who's going to appear in this movie. People are deleting Twitter. Their yeah, Twitter's right now. Yeah. And, uh, oh, their social it's, media. It's bad because they did not, they did not apparently monitor people with their cell phones in the, in the official premiere. <laughs> so immediately that night, um, photos and video clips started appearing on Twitter. And I was kind of irritated myself because I, I was looking for something else um, and just started accidentally seeing Oops. these things. So that's kind of irritating. So Mar Marvel and Sony, you guys need to police your premieres a little bit better and not not just let these VIPs or just do like come out and want. just say, "Look, yeah, we're gonna do it. Yeah, just we're 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 definitely gonna do it." But uh, there there were a lot of uh, surprises uh, in the plot because I don't think the plot lines leaked so much. So the you know, I had no idea where it was going to go. So, I had no idea where yeah, it was going either. So, yeah, so that that was a good trailer. Yeah, that that was uh, interesting. Um, and overall, I I I really enjoyed the movie. I think it's by far the best Spider-Man movie we've ever had. Ever since um, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I I think all of them. Oh, uh, I, I, well, um, Amazing Spider-Man 2, I still have my oh, grudge with. And Spider-Man 3. I, I think this is better than all of them. <laughs> all of those. Um, but And I think it's among the top uh, among the top MCU films as well. I'd, I'd, right up there. Yeah, probably in the top three or top five or something. So right around there. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to touch on these narratives because I was paying attention to, like, you know, what they were focusing on with these yeah. characters. So and uh, the narratives that I pulled from this were uh, being responsible, mm -hmm. being accountable, yeah, acting on impulse, and just like you know, just rolling with it, accepting, accepting things, right, and or Make, acceptance and ma making the hard choices, too, yeah. and being being selfless, and it went. It went further than that. Not yeah. only were our characters demonstrating that, but it was like yeah. the movie was telling the audience that at the same time. Right. And I'm like, oh, I get what you're trying to say now. I accept your apology. Yeah. There were there were a couple of things. Uh, well, there were a lot of really good things in the movie, but there were uh, several things I think they, they made a point of um, fleshing out and really digging into mm -hmm. where... I think the 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 last two movies were really weak in these areas. Um, not enough uh, attention was put into them. Uh, one of them was the swinging, uh, <laughs> the the swinging through cities. Yeah, and just just the web swinging. Uh, the previous movies were actually pretty weak compared to the Andrew Garfield movies and it the Tobey Maguire more... movies. In that respect, we 
we didn't haven't gotten much of Spider-Man just swinging through the city and swinging on, his, especially in the city in New York City. Yeah, um, I and mean, swinging come on. on his webs, and he we, we wanted got him to a, run through an urban neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> we we got a lot of that, and it felt like you were swinging there with him at his level. You really you really felt like you were going along for that ride, so that was good. Um, and the other thing was um, character development, mm-hmm. character development, not just of Peter Parker, but of Aunt May and of uh, Mary Jane and of Ned. Don't call her Ned, that. Ned was, yeah, really good. <laughs> so What was her name? Uh, she it was like, I don't go by Mary Jane. Oh, or, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it's got a... Michelle got, Watts? Yeah. Michelle Jones, I or think. Or Michelle Jones, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She's got a that different That was very name interesting. Yeah. I, I wonder if they'll bring that back. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, Ned also uh, had some uh, develop, very interesting development. I I, I gotta say was a little bit thrown in. I, but it was interesting. Yeah. I I liked it. Um, because he, he's been a third wheel. Yeah. And he, he started out this, this movie is very much the third wheel, but then they gave him, okay, well he's, he definitely has things to contribute. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was cool. But he's still Ned. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they, they've all got their they've all got their strengths. Um, you know, uh, MJ and Ned and uh, Aunt May and uh, they. Happy all, even all had some development himself. Yeah, Happy's Happy's got uh, he's going on his journey too. So yeah, that that's cool. So by the way, did you catch that uh, with? Uh, Happy and a certain character early in the film. Mm-hmm. I love that callback. I'm not going to tell you what, mm-hmm. even though I mean it was news that he, uh, this person was in the uh, movie. It was a, it was revealed by Sony and Marvel that yes, this certain character will be in the movie. Right. I'm talking about a certain lawyer, mm-hmm. and Happy is in the room at the same time, knowing that Happy, well, John Favreau has been in a movie with a supposed certain lawyer. From uh, in a Marvel movie. You you mean this one or you another movie? Uh, in another movie. It was oh, okay. Yeah, I'll just I'll just spoil it because everybody knows. I'm talking about the Daredevil character. Mm-hmm. So John Favreau was in the Ben Affleck uh, Daredevil movie. Oh, was he? He played uh, Matt Murdock's assistant or friends. Uh, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. so that was. That. I thought that was a very genius callback. I've met. I've met that actor before. He's, Have you? Yeah, oh wow! Just at a convention, but he's very nice. Yeah, uh, very nice, very generous, and it's funny because he's British um, and very sort of a soft-spoken voice is very different than his Matt Murdock voice. Um, so yeah, v- very nice guy, very very generous. He was. Uh, well, now I want to meet him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I met um, uh, the Electra from the show. Oh, at, uh, at the same time. Oh, oh, from the show. Okay, yeah. about to, wow. You met Jennifer Garner? No. Ah. <laughs> wait, no, wait, Jennifer Garner. Wait, did I get that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. There's so many Jennifers, man. There's <laughs> <laughs> like, there's just two, can we just call them Gen One, Gen Two, Gen Three, right, Gen, right. <laughs> Gen Z? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, but. Uh, so yeah, I, I love the narratives over there, and I love that callback mm-hmm. with the uh, Daredevil thing. Right. That was good. That even though it's very brief, it was still a great. Uh, yeah. It 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 was not a pause in the movie, which right. is like one of my 
pet peeves whenever you do that for fans. It's like, right. hey, you remember this? Right. Let's let's pause and like film this thing. No, it contributes to the plot. Right. Uh, the visual special effects here, because you're adding Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange over here, so you have to add a lot of special effects, and I'm very happy to announce we go back to the mirror dimension, which is what I loved yeah, about fun. the Doctor Strange right. movie. I love watching that in 4K, just going, whoa, because right. I'm being taken on a journey here. So uh, I love the attention to detail over here. You know, they, they play around. Well, like with Doctor Strange, you got to play around with the special effects uh, with that character, and they did not hold back mm. at all. And you were talking about uh, character development over here. I mean, with that development, they, I was going through a roller coaster of emotions. Mm, yeah. Like I was like, I was cheering. I was starting to get sad. I almost cried yeah. at one scene. I almost, in fact, the, a few scenes actually, because I'm like, no. Yeah. The audience was very vocal at our uh, at our viewing. You know, they were laughing, crying, you know, screaming. When you got a movie like that, they just yeah. can't help but bring out that uh, emotion. That you know, you got a good movie. You right. know, you got a, or something good going on, uh, because they make some ambitious decisions yeah, here yeah. that you think, no, there's no way it's not going to work. It's going to yeah. work. It's like yeah. I took a page from James Gunn's <laughs> journal over here of how to make it work by James yeah. Gunn. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they change things. We we end the movie in a very different place from where we began. The ending was perfect. So, yeah. That was a very mm, per, like you know it. That's what I want when it comes when right. you're when you're thinking about making a series of films. Make sure like the current film is like a staple. Right. Don't leave it off a cliffhanger. Sure. I mean that's what they did with uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Right. Uh, but it's just like they they could have ended it right there. Right. But then they do that whole big thing where it's like a big cliffhanger. It's like, okay, well, now I'm excited for the next one. Right. Because I didn't think you would do that. Right. That, that's a good cliffhanger. Still, it's another pet peeve of mine. But right here, we get this perfect full circle ending with Tom Holland. Right. But is it an ending? Ooh. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and the action. Uh, so let's talk about the action over here. It's like you were talking about, you know, swinging. Yeah. Um, when you see somebody take a punch, I mean, they mm. take a punch. Yeah. E even when it looks like it's uh, they're utilizing a visual effects on one certain character, uh, I could feel that mm -hmm. because it, it really looked real. And yeah. I'm like, dude, ouch! I I might need uh, some assistance down the steps here after the movie, right? Because I mean, that that was pretty gut wrenching to watch. I did have one dislike, mm -hmm. by the way, but was there, before I get into that, did you have anything you didn't like about the film? Because right now it is sitting at a perfect score. Um, not really. Uh, I think they, they hit, they hit everything pretty well in this movie, surprisingly. Um. You know, because I, I, I like the casting. I've always liked the Spider-Man casting for uh, the Marvel Studios movies. Um, but the last two movies, I was a little unsatisfied with the, the plot and uh, the villain, especially the first movie, though I love Michael Keaton. I just didn't think <laughs> the Vulture was that exciting or, or the plot. Um, but this... This third movie, I think they've kind of hit everything, and they, there's they packed so much into the movie. Um, 
that I really don't have any complaints. Yeah, I mean, they did pack a lot, but somehow within that two and a half hour uh, time span, or the length of the film over here, they managed to give everything. They didn't add too much, but they added just enough. They really showed all the characters at their best, especially Mm -hmm. uh, these villains that they brought them in. You know, I had, like a lot of people, some qualms about how some of them were presented in their original movies in their original form. But they kind of they cut they they fixed that in this. Um, yes, they where do. They're still true to <clears throat> the original incarnations in the movies. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they're true to the comic book legacy. Um, you know, uh, uh, really importantly, like um, Jamie Fox, <clears throat> yeah. his, his Electro character. You notice the, the star yeah. on his face appears uh, when he's full charged and, and releasing that energy. It just flashes. Not there. wearing that hoodie with the whole <laughs> Right, yeah. But that's that's true to his comic book legacy. <laughs> well, I did have one thing I did not like. What's that? And I understand a lot of people would like it, but it's right before the final battle. It's where everybody's on the uh, scaffolding, Mm-hmm. And they're waiting for the bad guys to arrive. Right. That is my only criticism here. We get this one scene that is just remember what I was talking about. One of my pet peeves. Uh, you know, we, we got to pause the movie now to uh, give the fans some fan service mm-hmm. uh, that we know that they're gonna love. And it's just like for a few minutes beforehand. They would do that for just a, like a brief second, a brief scene. Right. I was okay with it. But here, they have that talk, that joking banter about each other. Right. Uh, right before, like, while the bad guys are on there, while they're, you know, making the plan and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Waiting for the bad guys to arrive. And they, they, they're they just joking around at this point. I'm like, we could have gone without that scene. And I understand why you would need that there. Yeah, because you but, want more of that. Yeah. But you, it was but, useless yeah. banter. But if you didn't have that, you would have left the movie wishing you'd had those moments. Yeah. People have always I'm divided wanted. With yeah. I'm people have divided. always wanted some of, some of these elements here. I was thinking that too, that some of the... The time with them together. It's like, it's, do you guys have time for this? You it, got a lightning bolt guy and a it, lizard. Yeah. It, you it, got a lot of things coming your way. It does <laughs> slow slow it down, but those are the things that people Breathe. want. People <laughs> people want the that interaction, sharing their experiences. Right. Do I have one more thing? Oh, I do have one more thing here. One second here. Uh, so after credit scenes, mm. we know Marvel is notorious. Uh, with them now there are two there are two after credit scenes however i, th- I think uh we're not going to be spoiling anything here yeah but these, uh those were kind of away yeah they're... but it's like i liked it but it was throwaway at the same time yeah they don't really fit the the some of the standard quote unquote rules of uh, Marvel yes uh, because basically the first one you get a Venom tie-in yeah um, well that's so- no yeah, Sony Venom that is no mystery right by the yeah. way because it's like wait didn't Tom, what didn't uh, Tom Hardy's uh, Venom 
uh, show up at the uh, you know let there be carnage. How's that tie in? It ties in, in into yeah. the after credit scene, right? And an once a again, right? And as I said with my review of Venom, let there be carnage. That whole film is pointless. Yeah, because the after credit scene is what your money was going towards, right. and with this. Just yeah. it's useless. It's, it's basically it's a it's like a trade off. Like I'll I'll give you one if you give <laughs> me one. Um, so they each each movie the car Venom Carnage and this movie they've got the a Tom Hardy end credit scene, and they're they are really pointless. Clearly in both movies, clearly it was an agreement. It was part. Part of the negotiations. It tricks you. Part of the negotiations of getting to continue to use Spider-Man, Tom Holland in See, these that's, movies. To me, I is, think that was Sony's decision yeah, right there. And yeah, like, it was something Sony. I think that was where the fight was. <laughs> Marvel, Marvel didn't need it. These end credits. We want Mar them. Marvel didn't benefit from it. But we don't only, want it like that. Only, only Sony benefited from that. So it was obviously Sony's uh, requirement for the negotiations was okay. You're gonna do one on your end credit on yours. We're gonna do one on ours, so we yeah. can promote our Venom, which is really not not been a it's very. Like you didn't do good, a good job, good, guys. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't want to give Andy Circus yeah. like you know some bad press because he's the one who directed that. Oh, did he? Yeah, he no, was also. I, the, I, I think. Yeah, he was the voice. Of, no, was he the voice of Carnage? I can't remember because I've just I've completely forgotten everything with that film. I've got a good friend podcaster named Steve Glosson ah. at Geek Out Loud, um, and he uh, one of the things that he points he brings up is. Venom doesn't make sense without Spider-Man. Yeah, and that's be right. Because of the agreements, so Sony apparently can't use Spider-Man together with Venom. So MCU, Kevin, Sony, Disney, let go. Well, it d the thing is, it doesn't benefit. It doesn't benefit Marvel to let them use Spider-Man and Venom. It do it just doesn't. It only benefits Sony. So they're. I don't want to believe that. Not, I don't not, want <laughs> to. I want to say you can yeah. do it. You, look what you did with well, this movie. But their but <laughs> their Venom. I'm sorry to say, it just isn't a very good incarnation. Well, I thought um, the first one was good. Yeah. It, it brought back that nostalgia of bad Marvel movies. Right. But it's like, but if you could actually like you know say, hey, okay, people love the first Venom movie. Yeah. Now let's. Be real with it. I, I thought it was an it. okay popcorn movie, but it was forgettable. Yeah, I've um, watched it like recently, like a couple of times, and like, yeah, it's not that bad. It's just yeah. good fun. Yeah, popcorn movie. Right. You just want uh, watch once, but definitely want to skip over the Let There Be Carnage one because that was just all I want in this yeah. world is carnage. Yeah, where was it? Yeah. <laughs> but I, then this this second credit scene, it's it's just a. Um, the trailer. It's it's a trailer. What do you call Nothing that? Nothing big, it's though. Like a like kind of like like <laughs> a sneak tease because clearly I could tell that some of those shots were not quite finished and some of those won't necessarily be the way that they appear in the final movie. I think it's sort of kind of a sort of a sneak peek and sort of a mini trailer. Well, I um, think it's no surprise right now, but it's the new it's the next Doctor Strange movie yeah. into the. Uh, or multiverse of madness. Or, yeah, multiverse of madness. Which I mean, there's a lot. Like, I'm, you gotta watch it. You gotta sit through uh, the entire Spider-Man film to watch it. We're not yeah. gonna tell you what happens over there, but it is in fact the teaser for the next uh, Doctor Strange movie, which I'm excited about because I saw some things in there. I'm like, oh, I know that character. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. 
So it's, I'm a little bit excited. It's for basically it. a blending <laughs> of um, of uh, Doctor Strange and a. Uh, nope, uh, they got to watch the movie. Oh, they got to watch the movie. Well, so, some well, they of, can spoil it for themselves right. on social media. If they well, want some to, of, some <laughs> of these aren't aren't secrets because uh, like is you know the um, what's her name Scarlet Witch. Oh is, yeah, Scarlet Witch. You, you can say that. So, yeah, because yeah. everyone but, knows like she's got something to do with Doctor Strange's right. uh, character over here. Yeah, and. Uh, of course. Well, now I'll let the audience, uh, you know, I'll let you go experience that trailer mm -hmm. after you've watched this awesome Spider-Man movie. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, the whole Venom thing. It's just like I was just I was a little bit disappointed with it. Yeah, a little bit disappointed. Lit. Well, I don't know. Strong because it's just uh, Sony Marvel, please. Yeah, please. You can do better. You can do better with this character. You can mm -hmm. make it work. Look at what you've accomplished so far. Don't yeah. squander it. Just bring it back, please. Oh, anyway, that's about all I can yeah. take with uh, Spider-Man right now. It's like because I've been watching Spider-Man media for like the past couple yeah. of days. But all right, I think that will do it with the podcast. I think the next uh, the next review I think is going to be a live stream of watching the Matrix movie. Oh. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Put him in the Marvel verse already. Right? <laughs> yeah. He's like, make him the Venom. So we're gonna wrap it up now. I'll catch you later. I want to thank uh, my uh, guest Adam Bray. Remember, catch him over at the uh, Petoskey Cinema. He's uh, selling out his merchandise. He has written all kinds mm -hmm. of uh, Marvel knowledge for Marvel you. Marvel and Star Marvel Wars. Marvel and Star Wars, and he's and got some stuff, other stuff to sell just in time for the holiday yep. season. I'll be here uh, Saturday and Sunday all day at the Petoskey Cinema. And then uh, you can catch me at the Gaylord Cinema. I will be there uh, New Year's weekend at the end of the holidays, Thursday through Sunday at the in, uh, Gaylord, Michigan. So come see me either place. All right. Sounds good. Thank you very much for joining me, Adam Bray. And I will see you next time on The Matrix. Whoa. What the? I'm Spider-Man. I need you to come with Who me. Who the heck are you? I, I just told you that. Listen, listen. I'm from the future. How dare you point at me? You, you were pointing first. Rude to point. You're being very rude. You're not even believing what Which I'm saying. Which one pointed first? Spider-Man pointed first. Obviously. You're pointing at me right now as you say that. You're Look pointing. at you. I'm Look just at pointing your at your pointing. Look at your finger right now. different than normal pointing. You are pointing You haven't seen You're accusing me of pointing while you're... So I got this idea for a book. Okay, good. What is a monster? Yeah. I don't know.